Welcome to the Strong Men, Strong Marriages podcast. Here we are on a mission to get strong, get attractive, and get the marriage of our dreams. I'm your host, Mike Frazier. Let's do this. All right, men, welcome to today's episode of Strong Men, Strong Marriages. When your wife is worried, your changes won't last. So this is a very common thing, you know, guys who are either listening to the podcast, trying to make some changes, or even that come and join the program, they're starting to make some changes. There's some things you have to catch, right? And this is very normal. She's going to be worried. So you need to know how to respond to this. Uh, so we're going to talk about that today. So my name is Mike Frazier, MD. I'm a psychiatrist and marriage coach, and I help high achieving Christian men have more intimate marriages. So start off with some wins from the week. Guys, guys are having amazing wins every day in the program. You know, my goal this year is to have a thousand men come in, join the program, create these amazing marriages, amazing wins. So this could be you, right? Come and join us in Strong Men, Strong Marriages. So guys, they're having increased spiritual intimacy and connection, you know, able to, uh, to pray, to connect in this uh, amazing way, um, you know, involve God more in their marriage, which is so cool. Um, having intimate conversations, expressing concerns about wife's behavior. So look, like a big part of what we talk about here is owning your side of things, right? Which is the only thing we can control. But the other thing that we want to do also is in a loving way, express things that we would like our wife to change right? Draw attention to things she's doing that are problematic. Now you might say, Mike, I'm already doing that, but you're probably doing it in a negative, unattractive way, right? A needy way. So we need to get to win-wins and we need to express things that we want and changes that we want. And guys are doing that. They're figuring out how to do that in a really positive way and helping make changes on both sides, which is so cool. Um, one, one of my favorite wins from the week, uh, a gentleman who had been separated, he said, you know, I spent last week visiting my wife and her kids. She's wearing her wedding ring again, telling me how much she loves me. We had amazing physical intimacy before I left. God has answered so many prayers and Dr. Mike's program has been one of the keys to opening the door for God to work. So like, guys, this stuff's happening every day in the program. So come join us, make this you, right? Also, Guys are starting to avoid walking on eggshells, being stronger, starting to, like like we talked about, kind of stand up for themselves and get to win-wins, right? Make decisions that are right for them, even if their wife doesn't necessarily agree. Look, even joining this program, sometimes the wife's suspicious, she's not quite sure, but guys will make that decision out of a strong place and pay for it from their own funds or, or find a way that it doesn't you know, hurt the family. And of course, it won't hurt the family to become a better man, a better husband. So, uh, wives are there initiating physical touch and intimacy. Okay. When they weren't before, right? These are wins that are happening every day. Guys are finding again, win wins about stuff like money, sex, in-laws, parenting, religion, housework. Guys are being able to find joy in all circumstances, right? Even if their wife maybe isn't doing exactly what they want her to do or whatever, they're able to find that joy. And that's real power, right? When your emotional state isn't tied to what your wife's doing or not doing. And by the way, that's very attractive to her. When for, for my week this week, uh, we all work together on a big family project. We're doing this chicken coop. And um, it meant something my wife would want to do for a long time. And we just got to work and did it. It was just a really nice connecting time for, for all of us. Um, so talking about today's topic, right? When your wife's worried that your changes won't last. So right now you're trying to make some changes, right? You're doing nice things for maybe, or you're trying to listen better, okay? And maybe and internally you're even maybe starting to feel a little bit different, which is good right? But your wife, she's still worried, right? 
right? She maybe keeps bringing up the past mistakes. Oh yeah, you did this, but but a year ago you you know you were unfaithful, or you were looking at pornography, or you you know didn't listen before. Okay, and so she's like, look, I'm, or maybe she's just telling you directly. Look, I don't know. I don't know if these changes are going to last. I'm concerned. I don't know. Right. Or she just seems kind of hesitant in general to connect with the new you, either mentally, emotionally, or physically. Like, she's like, yeah, I like these changes, but you know, I don't know. Sometimes I've given her wives like tell, tell their husbands, Oh, like save that for your next wife. Right. So she's giving you this like negative feedback or no feedback. We've talked about this in other podcasts, but it's actually the right thing for her to do because, you know, she needs to actually test if these changes are for real or not. Okay. It's normal for her to be concerned right? She's been traumatized basically by your negative behaviors in the past. And so, yeah, she's suspicious. She doesn't want to get hurt again. Okay. And that's what's going on inside of her. Okay. But a lot of guys, they don't remember that they forget about that. And so they start getting frustrated, right? They're like, man, why am I putting in all this work? You know, I'm changing. She's not changing, right? She just keeps bringing up all my past mistakes. It's not worth it. Okay. And so then they just go back to their old patterns, right? And so what happens then is the wife's like, see, I told you, same you, same old thing. Right. And then they're going to feel bad about going into those patterns. Like, Oh my gosh, yeah, I did do that. I can't believe it. Right. And then they're like, I'm sorry, I'm not going to do it again. I promise. And then your wife's like, well, you know, there's another evidence that it's not going to change. Okay. And really this is all part of the mosquito cycle, right? So you're doing these nice things to right. You're, you're quote unquote making the changes. Okay. But when you start getting frustrated that she is not responding to those changes, that she's not being positive, that she's telling you, I'm not sure if these changes are going to last, right? It shows that you're actually expecting something back. You're expecting her to accept the new you. You're expecting her to really praise you for your changes. Um, You're expecting her to trust you right away that these changes are going to last. Okay. So it's not always expecting attention, appreciation, affection, and sex, although it can kind of fall into that or expecting trust, you know, could be another thing there. So when you don't get it, you start getting mad. Okay. And then you explode or escape, right? You tell her, man, I can't believe this. I'm not, I might as well not try anymore. Right. Or you escape into pornography or work or drinking or hobbies, right? You just like leave the house because you can't handle it. And then your wife's like, look, that's the same old thing. And then you're like, oh, you're right. And then you start doing the nice things again. So it's all part of that same mosquito cycle that where it's coming from is just you being too needy on her, you being too reactive to her emotional state, right? Not being able to stand on your own two feet enough. Okay. So the other thing that's going on is you're trying to manage her perception of you, right? You're getting mad because you're, you're making these changes in the hopes that she's going to recognize them and acknowledge them and tell you how great you are, right? The, the problem is you can't actually change her mind about your ability to change. Okay. If she's kind of stuck in this idea that like, okay, well, he's not going to change. The other thing too, is even if she's saying stuff like that, if she's still married to you, part of her thinks that you maybe can't change or else she wouldn't be sticking around. Right. Part of her thinks, Hey, yeah, maybe it's possible. Okay. But the, the problem is like the more you try to convince her, you know, if she's saying, Oh, like, I don't think you can change. You're like, no, I can't look, watch, you know, she's going to dig in more. Right. And at the best, she's going to be like, okay, well prove it. Right. Which is the right approach for her to take to say, prove it. Right. Or she might give you even that negative feedback being like, look, you've told me that a million times. I just don't believe it anymore. Right. Giving you that negative feedback. And the more you're like, no, 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 I will. I will. I promise. Look, this time is different. She's going to dig in more and be like, no, I don't, I don't think so. Right. So 
the other thing that it shows, right? It's it's your neediness, right? No, I can change. Give me a chance. Trust me. Believe me, right? No, I, really, I'm different. You know, it shows that you're trying to manipulate her decision, okay? And that's not attractive, right? Like, no, please give me a chance. Yeah, I'm going to be I'm going to be different, right? She's like, oh man, you know, same old thing, right? Because your your motivation is in the wrong place. Your motivation is to change her perception. It's to get her back, right? Which will not work long term. Right. It really proves the same point that you're that same old guy trying to basically manipulate her into staying with you. Okay. Or having sex with you more or giving you more attention or just like trusting your changes or whatever. You're trying to change her mind. Okay. And that's problematic intention. It's manipulative. Right. So here's what you need to do instead, right? To address this concern that you're not going to change. First of all, stop trying to change her mind on that. Right. You need to kind of shift your, your goal here. So what you need to do instead is you need to commit to being ty- the type of man, husband, and father that you want to be. And as a Christian guy, the kind of man who God wants you to be, right? So really just make your goal. You know what? My goal is this. I don't care what my wife thinks, right? I don't care if she trusts me again or not. Like what I'm going to do is make sure that I am a trustworthy guy, that I'm a Christ-like man. Every day I'm going to measure myself against you know, that, you know, being that Christ-like man. Now with that, that can lead to a little bit of a problem. And then we've talked about this in some other podcasts about the gap in the game. You know, if you're like, oh, I I wasn't quite like Christ today, right? You're always going to have a little bit of a gap there, right? Or maybe a lot of a gap because we're not, none of us are exactly like Christ. Um, But that he's your, he's your guide, right? And you're connected to him as far as like feeling valuable. Remember, like Jesus died for you. He finds extreme value in you right? So getting your worth there. Also being able to look back and say, Hey, look, I have made progress. I am moving in the right direction. You know, that builds you and builds your ability to keep going forward. Okay. So again, your goal is really live in a Christ-like way to live in the spirit, right? That's going to direct you the right direction. Okay. And that goal, the good thing about it is it never moves. Okay. It's like, it's like following the North star. It's there, right? So being a Christ-like man, you can find out what Christ wants you to do day to day and minute to minute by being in the spirit, right? By connecting with that. Okay. It's steady. It's stable. Okay. Versus, you know, if you're trying to manage your wife's moods or perception, that's like, you know, waves on the sea. It's so unstable. Her moods are changing minute by minute. Okay. So if you're linking everything to that, you're going to be a very unstable person. And look, I'm saying that about your wife, but it's true about you too. Look, all of us, our emotions change minute to minute, day to day. So if we're trying to, you know, measure our, you know, effectiveness on our wife's moods, we're always going to be upset. We're always going to be unstable. We're always going to be frustrated, right? Versus saying, no, like my commitment is being the man that I want to be, right? And I'm going to learn things in, you know, take people's feedback on how to be that. But that's my goal, right? Being the man that God wants me to be the type of husband I want to be. God wants me to be the type of husband, father I want to be, and God wants me to be. That keeps you solid and stable. Okay. So the other thing you have to do is remember, just understand her perspective. She's actually, she's right to be worried that you won't change. Okay. The truth is past behavior is the best predictor of future behavior. Now I believe very strongly you can change that. And I'm going to explain the process to change it. But overall, if you're not doing something very specific to change your behavior, 
you're probably going to do the same things over and over, right? So if you're not engaged in a program and system that's going to really help you make these changes, she's right to think you're not going to change because you have to do this very intentionally to make your future behavior different than your past behavior, okay? Also, you've hurt her in the past, right? And that's a trauma response. Like you're hurting her emotionally or mentally or whatever, sexually even, you know, she's going to remember that and she's going to be hurt by that. And that's why she brings up your past too, your past mistakes. Well, you did this to me before. It's because she just is, it's, it's like a trauma response. Okay. Or like a wound, right? If you cut her in the past, okay. Even like kind of touching that same area is more sensitive. Okay. It's like a wound that's more sensitive. So just understand this is what's going on with her. You have her in the past. So little things you do, they're going to remind her of it. Even if it's not exactly the same. Like you know, one of the, the guys I was working with, his wife got really upset when she found some, some vaping things. Cause he told her he wasn't going to vape and she kind of freaked out about that, but it was because this guy had also been unfaithful. Right. So it was, a, it was a bigger deal because it reminded her of a bigger hurt from the past. So same thing with you, right? Whether you've been unfaithful or something less than that, like your hurtful behaviors, even smaller ones are going to remind her of that from the past. Just understand that's what's going on with her. She wants to heal right? But she's bringing out the past and she is worried you can't move on because you have hurt her, right? Pain, right? Our body wants to keep us alive. So we remember those painful experiences more. That's just what happens. So, and it's just, it's normal for her to be worried that you're going to hurt her again. So just express understanding of that, you know, instead of being mad about it, oh, why can't you forget? Why can't we just move forward? Right? Just saying, look, yeah, of course it's normal that you're going to remember those hurts. I did hurt you. So yeah, it makes sense. Okay. And then just tell her, look, you know, I want you to trust me again, but you're going to have to see over a long period of time that I'm going to be different, right? You're going to have to see that first. Okay. And then you just redirect yourself to your North star, right? Look, my goal, be the man that God wants me to be. And am I going to step off that sometimes? Yeah, but I'm going to keep coming back to that because that's who I want to be, right? And if you join the program, you can tell her, look, I've got a very specific system and way that I'm going to go about that, Okay. So what do you need to do? What are these skills and what's the sequence you need to follow? So to become the man that will be attractive to your wife and for her to say, huh, this guy is different. And for her to stop worrying that you're going to go back and things are never going to change, right? You have to rebuild trust, communication, intimacy. And really this is about trust, right? You know, you being this guy that's not going to hurt her anymore. That is, you know, going to show that your changes are consistent over time. Okay. So trust, part of that's having high self-confidence. That comes from being a man of your word. Okay. And doing hard things. Self-esteem is how you talk to yourself. So a lot of you guys out there right now are like, oh man, you know, I can't believe I did this again. And you're getting down on yourself. Okay. What happens then is you become reliant on your wife for your self-esteem and she gets tired of that. That's part of the mosquito cycle and high self-worth. Again, same thing. You might think, man, you know, maybe she's right. I have messed up a lot of times and you start getting that low self-worth. We have to tie that to God and remember, Hey, look, yeah. Do I make mistakes? Yes. But look how far I've come. And also like Christ covered that for me. And I'm going to keep working and living in, in the spirit and being like him. Okay. You also need to have great mental and emotional management. That's a lot of what we're talking about today. Cause when your wife's like, yeah, I don't know. I don't think you're going to change. Right. It, it's easy to get frustrated and resentful and angry. Okay. So you need to be able to manage that well, or else she's going to say, yeah, same old you. You can't manage your emotions. Right. You're like one of the kids. You need to become an expert at listening, expressing yourself and getting to win wins. All right. So when you can really express your wife, Hey, yeah, I get it. You know, of course you're worried. She brings up the past. You're like, yeah, you know what, what I did, it does kind of remind you of that. That makes sense. 
you know, then she's like, whoa, this guy is different, right? And that fear of you not changing is going to start going away. But you got to build that skill. Okay. Then you have to be able to bring fun, flirting, and passion to the marriage in a way that's exciting and romantic for her. Okay. And maybe, maybe you never learned that or maybe you haven't done that for a while. Okay. So how do we get there? What's the process, right? So step one, we have to identify and eliminate your negative, unattractive patterns of thinking, feeling, and acting. Okay. You have them or else your wife wouldn't be worried about you going back to your old self. Okay. Or, you know, you wouldn't be experiencing disconnection, mental, emotional, or sexual disconnection, right? If you had only positive attractive patterns, you wouldn't be experiencing disconnection. <laughs> okay. So you have negative unattractive patterns there. So we need to identify them. We got to find them, but then getting rid of them isn't enough. We have to replace them with positive attractive patterns, right? So, but the thing is under stress, everybody goes back to their old patterns, right? That's what happens. And that's when your wife's going to be like, oh yeah, same old you, right? So to combat that, what we have to do is again, identify the negative, replace with positive, but then practice them, right? Really mentally rehearse these, right? It's like you're in a play, you have to rehearse your your lines and, and all of that. So you're ready to go. Or, you know, you're practicing for a game, you practice so that you're ready for that game. Okay. So we practice, how are you going to act with your wife? How are you going to think, feel, and act in these civic situations? When she brings up the past, how are you going to respond? Right. When she says, I can't trust you, how are you going to respond? You practice it so that you know exactly how you're going to respond. Okay. Through this process, guys, guys are having outstanding results. Just like we talked about at the beginning. Okay. Creating physical, mental, emotional intimacy, recovering from separation, right? All these things through this process, it just works. Okay. It's how your brain works. We take advantage of all of it. Okay. And again, this is how you relieve that fear that you'll go back to the old you. You're going to say, Hey, look, here's my process, right? And here's what I'm doing with a professional. Okay. Trying this on your own kind of works, but not as well as getting an outside perspective to really help you identify the negative, replace with positive and hold you accountable to practicing those. Okay. So you being able to say to your wife, yeah, look, you're right. You know, I'm worried about going to my old self too. So here's the process I'm going through. I'm getting professional help to do it. Okay. That's how you're going to help relieve this fear that you'll go back to the old you because you're doing something that's going to help you not go back to the old you, right? We're shifting the default. Now you're becoming an attractive person on default. Your patterns are positive and attractive on default because you practice them enough. So guys, if you want to go through this process, identify your negative patterns, replace them with positive, practice them until you can't get them wrong. So you have that marriage with mental, emotional, and sexual intimacy that you want. Come apply it and apply it and join us in Strong Men, Strong Marriages. So head over to strongmenstrongmarriages.com. There's also a link in the show notes and come join us. Fill out an application. You'll get the next steps to follow uh, in one to two business days. All right. So stay strong, men, and we will see you next episode. I hope you enjoyed today's episode. If you did, please leave a review on iTunes and share the episode with a friend so we can help create stronger men and stronger marriages across the world. And if you're ready to take your strength training and your marriage to the next level, visit strongmenstrongmarriages.com to learn how. I'll see you there.